coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. North Andrew in St. Joe Christian is our Cliff Notes Podcast Game of the Week. Can the Lions go on to be 3-1? and one, Or will North Andrew maintain an 11-year stranglehold in the series? Plus, Maryville and St. Pius hook up for a top 5 state-ranked matchup at the Hound Pound. And we got two top 10-ranked matchups in the world of 8-man football as Worth County visits Albany and Platte Valley visits Nottaway Valley. We'll break down those matchups and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 4 pregame show. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Week 4 High School Football pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. I know that we haven't really had the chance to do these over the last couple of weeks or even the, over the last year with covering volleyball and softball and boys soccer and all the other fall sports throughout the year. We just haven't really had the chance to deliver a full-fledged high school football pregame show like we've been known for for the first couple of years on the podcast. Now, that's kind of um, what kind of comes with growth a little bit with the podcast, but we did have a couple of extra days a couple of extra days off on the schedule to work on a week four high school football pregame show. Now, here is how it will go for those who have never listened to the show before. What we'll do is we'll run down the scores from the previous week first. We'll recap the previous week, and then we will start previewing the next week. So let's go ahead and let's run down scores from week three of the high school football season. The Central Indians stayed undefeated last Friday night, defeating Raytown 36-32. Lafayette broke a 700-day, 15-game scoreless streak, defeating the Bitten Cardinals 26-14. It was the Fighting Irish's first win since week seven of the 2021 season. Maryville used their second straight game over 50 points, shutting out Chillicothe. 50 to nothing. St. Pius battled Cameron in a battle of two undefeated teams at the time. Warriors came out on top over the Dragons, 49 to 8. Savannah responded after their uh, shutout loss to East Buchanan in week two, shutting out Kirksville, 42 to nothing. North Platte held their own against East Buchanan, but unfortunately the Bulldogs were just able to pull away. 23 to 14 was the final score there in Dearburg. Mid Buck over West Platte, 62 to 25. Penny over Lawson 30 to 27. And then Lathrop in non-conference action. They defeated Salisbury 30 to 14. Grand River Conference scores South Harrison over Gallatin 28 to 26. Bulldogs are dealing with an injury to their starting quarterback Peyton Baker over the last couple of weeks. Polo maintaining their undefeated season, defeating Maysville 37 to 24. Milan over Putnam County 36. To six, and then non-conference action. Trenton maintains their undefeated record, defeating Kip Kansas City Legacy, thirty-six to fourteen. Kansas eleven-man scores Troy over Valley Falls, forty-six to eight. Perry LeCompton gives Riverside their first loss of the season, twenty to six. Sabetha stays undefeated, defeating Big Seven Power Holton, twenty-four to eight. Jefferson West edges out Hiawatha, sixteen to fourteen. Jackson Heights over Mar Hill, forty-two to six. Jefferson County North over Atchison County, 36 to nothing. And then Atchison maintains their undefeated record. Phoenix defeats Sumner Academy, 63-6. to In A-Man football, LeBlanc moved to 2-1 on the season, defeating Knox County, 56-22. Albany in a shootout over St. Joe Christian hands the Lions their first loss of the season while maintaining their own undefeated record. Warriors defeat the Lions, 58 
to 48. Worth County over North Andrew, 54 to 16. Stanbury undefeated on the season, still defeating King City, 38 to 16. And the highest scoring game in the history of the eight man football. Princeton defeats Pattonsburg 96-92. I believe that also may be the highest scoring game in state history as well. Platte Valley over Mound City 60-36. Nottoway Valley stays undefeated, knocking off their second-ranked opponent of the season over East Atchison 44-22. South Harrison South Holt over to Cab 69-6. Rockport over Stewartsville Osborne 70-18. Plattsburg over Schuyler County in a ranked matchup at the time. Tigers take that one 92-68. And then in Kansas 8-man action, Donovan West defeated Care Paravel 60-12. That will do it for our Week 3 scoreboard. After this quick commercial break, we will run down all the matchups of Week 4 on the high school football schedule. This portion of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Tolly & Associates, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, John Anderson Insurance, Meyerhofer Funeral Home and Crematory, Miljavik Electric, Musser Construction of Gower, Greg Kastner, Voice of the Bishop Mabai Golden Eagles and the St. Joseph Mustangs, Brett and Angie Lawson, Travis and Amber DeBoard, Jason and Mary Watkins, Matt and Jenny Busby, Brian and Rebecca Viertaler, Fruit and Thaw Primary Care, Michelle Cook Group, Russell Book and Bookball 365, Beast Tees and Embroidery, Janelle Glidewell of Lightstar Financial, KT Logistics LLC, Hicks and Clyde Funeral Home, James L. Griffin Law Firm of Maysville, Toby Prusman of United County Real Estate, Barnes Roofing, and the St. Joseph School District. Thank you guys all for your contribution to the Clifton's podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the week four high school football pregame show here on the Clifton's podcast. We ran out all the scores from week three. Let's go ahead and let's preview week four of the high school football season. Let's go ahead and let's run down the standings and the Suburban Red Conference in Kansas City. Now, Oak Park and Central both maintaining per- perfect records at 3-0 on the season. Northman ranked in the top 10 in the state in Class 6. The Indians also maintaining a perfect record on the season. Fort Osage is 1-2. North Kansas City is 1-2. And, and Truman is also 1-2 on the season. That brings up the matchup for Central this week. Indians coming off a 36-32 win over Raytown. We'll be back at home for Military Appreciation Night as they welcome 1-2 William Chrisman to town. The Bears are 1-2 on the season under their head coach Michael Rose Ivy, who is a former Rockhurst in Nebraska standout. Bears picked up a win in week two of the season, defeating Truman 20-14. to They also lost games in week one to state-ranked Grandview 35-0 and Van Horn 49-6. Indians coming off wins against Ruskin, Benton, and ran Raytown. Also, let's move to the MEC now in the, in the Midland Empire Conference. Let's run down the standings there. In the MEC now, there's only been one game of league play in the MEC. St. Pius, Maryville, and Lafayette are all 1-0 in the league. Warriors are 3-0. Maryville is 2-1. And then Lafayette is 1-2 on the season. Savannah had the game against Kirksville last week. They have yet to play a league game. They will play their first MEC matchup this week. While Chillicothe, Benton, and Cameron are all 0-1 and conference play, Chillicothe and Benton are one and two. Cameron is two and one on the season. Let's preview the week four matchups and the Midland Empire Conference. 
On the north side, the Lafayette Fighting Irish picking up their first win in 700 days and 15 games, defeating the Benton Cardinals 26-14 to under strong play from Jackson Compton and running back Tate Crabb. Those two will definitely be needed to step up for a huge home game against the Savannah Savages. Savages bouncing back very nicely last week against Kurtzville 42 to nothing after coming off a 14 to nothing shutout loss to Class 1 state champion East Buchanan and current number 2 ranked team in Class 2. Savannah also defeated Portageville, a ranked team in Class 1. They defeated them in Week 1 in a very close matchup there. One of the best teams there in Class 1. Savages 2-1 and one on the season. Lafayette is 1-2. and two. Big one in the MEC this week on the Hound Pound in Maryville. 3-0 St. Pius at 2-1 Maryville. Now the Warriors have won the last three regular season matchups against Maryville, but Maryville was able to claim a little piece of revenge in the district semifinals last season. Um, Pius did has won three out of the last four in the series. They will be looking to make that four straight regular season games. We had an opportunity to catch up with Maryville head coach Matt Webb earlier in the week to get his thoughts on last week's matchup against Chillicothe and we look ahead to the top five showdown at the Hound Pound. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. It is the week four high school football pregame show here. Breaking down the big matchup between St. Pius and Maryville this Friday night at the Hound Pound. We are here with Spoof Hound head coach Matt Webb. Coach, welcome back. Mm, thanks for having me, Clifton. Absolutely, Coach. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked. I know we talked about that game against Blair Oaks a couple of weeks ago. Um but coach, you guys have bounced back really nicely the last two weeks. Um, beating going on the road to Harrisonville and Chillicothe, outscoring both those teams 100 to 12, including a shutout last Friday night. Coach, just walk me through, you know, those two games and um, what's been some of the big keys definitely in turning it around the last couple of weeks. <laughs> well, I think um, what we're doing well right now is. You know, this football team is, is a lot of fun to coach. You get into this business and this you call this thing a career because you wanna you wanna teach young people um a game that you love. And um, you know, we in and, and we're really seeing that in the first three weeks of this season. Um, we didn't do very well by any stretch of the imagination against Blair Oaks. And that that's giving and, and that is with me saying that, that is giving Blair Oaks all the respect they deserve because it they really um, are a really good, great football program, very well coached and great kids. But um, the last two weeks, our, our our team is really listening and applying to what the coaches are saying, and it's showing up on the field. Um, you know, we've um, – and I say that to say we're we're doing the little things right. We're winning the process, and, and it's not about, you know, the big plays and the the, the 100 to, to tw- the scoreboard. It, it really isn't. It, it's about the process. It's about – Stopping the run on defense, not allowing big plays. It's about um, you know getting takeaways on defense and taking care of the football on offense. It's about playing quality, sound special teams and making a difference in those game in the game on special teams. And yes, Delton Davis has a great kickoff returner, and you media types and the, the media rightfully so highlights those types of plays. But as a coach, you really sit and see what we're doing blocking wise much better the last two weeks throwing the ball much better being multiple much better on defense we're tackling much better um, we're getting takeaways much better it's it's the x's and o's it's the process things that 
we've been able to apply on the field that is very rewarding as a coach. And it's, it's a lot of fun to gr- coach a group of kids that apply those things that you try and pre- talk to them about all week. Well, coach, those two wins right there um, runs the record to two and one on the season. But, Coach, this Friday night, um, a key matchup, key early season matchup in the MEC, home opener at the Hound Pound. For anybody who's ever been to the Hound Pound, it's an electric atmosphere. Every Friday night there's a game there. St. Pius comes to town, coming off victories over Pembroke Hill, St. Michael, the Archangel, and then the conference opener last week against Cameron. Coach, just talk about, um, you know, what you've seen from the scouting report from the 2023 version of the Warriors and what can we expect on Friday? Well, we're very excited to play at home. You know, we've gotten on yellow buses in the heat every Friday afternoon for the last three weeks and driven to Warrensburg, Harrisonville, now Chillicothe, and those aren't just uh, down the road. So it's going to be awesome to have a home opener Um, to get to do that. You know, you look at the MEC the last three years and it's kind of run between St. Pius and Maryville um, and coach Simone has done an extremely good job um, of, you know, the St. Pius in general, you know, they've got awesome facilities that they've really returned and restored their program that is attracting a lot of really good talent in that Northland area of Kansas city. Um, and within that talent, they are extremely well coached. You want to talk about dominating wins. They've won their ball games, 54 to six, 59 to zero and 49 to eight. And I don't care who you're playing. That's a great way to start a season. And that's because they're very well coached. They've got great athletes on both sides of the ball. And they play with a uh, dominant mentality. They they have really um, developed themselves into a great football program. And, you know, offense, defense, special teams, they're, they're, they're unbelievable. Um, it's going to be a great environment. I know there's other big games in the area, but I have no idea why you'd want to be anywhere else than Maryville, Missouri on Friday night. Um, to see uh to see real two really good football teams go at it absolutely coach you know every every year you know Pius and Maryville ever since I started doing the podcast in 2020 Maryville and St. Pius has always been a big game huge game on the schedule shouldn't be any different this Friday night well coach thank you so much for joining me on the podcast congratulations on the win last week and good luck to you guys against St. Pius thank you Clinton a huge thank you to Maryville head coach Matt Webb, as always, for joining the podcast against St. Pius and Maryville there at the Hound House. Should be a great one there in Maryville. Other NBC matchup that we want to look at here is Chillicothe and Cameron. Both teams are looking to bounce back off opening conference losses. Chillicothe losing to Maryville. Cameron losing to Pius. Both teams will be looking for their first MEC win of the season. KCI conference now. 2-1 Lathrop is on the road at 3-0 East Buchanan. Bulldogs looking to maintain a perfect record on the season. They had a couple, couple tough ones over the last couple of weeks. A 14-0 win over Savannah in Week 2. And then the hard-fought game against North Platte last week in Dearborn. Bulldogs will be looking to go 4-0 on the season. Lathrop will be looking to go 3-1. Big one in the KCI when you're looking at maybe number 2 and number 3 teams in the conference. North Platte, 2-1 on the season, looking to bounce back off that loss. Close loss to East Buchanan. They are on the road at Penny, who's won two out of their last three matchups. Their only loss of the season coming off in week one there against one of the top teams in Class 2 in Lafayette County. They picked up wins over the last couple of weeks over Gallatin and Lawson. Let's go ahead and let's preview this matchup. We had the opportunity to have North Platte head coach Jared Quigley on the show For the first time this season, he talked about last week's hard-fought game against East Buck and looked ahead to this matchup 
with the Penny Hornets. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast here on the Week 4 pregame show previewing the matchup between North Platte and Penny this Friday night in Hamilton. We are here with North Platte head coach Jared Quigley. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Well, Coach, um, you know, it's a nice 2 one start to your um, guys' season so far. Um, last, e- last, last week had a, um, had a big matchup with East Buchanan in week three. Uh, took them to the limit. Um, 23-14 to was the final score game where you got down a little bit early but came back and put some points on the board late. Um, Coach, just um, give us your thoughts on last week's matchup. Um, you know, I, I would say the first thing is my boys <clears throat> battled in that game. Um, you know, I, we got, like you said, we got down early. Um, we tried to make some halftime adjustments and, um, you know, our, our big thing was just being resilient and, um, battling back into that ball game. And we came out, uh, it was a big second half and, um, you know, it, it was a fun one and you really got to see how our kids could battle. Um, but you know what, we still just got to clean up some things on our end, um, to be able to capitalize on, on games like that. the huge strides that you guys made last season uh, this season you know uh, guys are number number four number four in the state I mean just talk about levels been like with the squad and the coaching staff this year yeah you know um what we we started in the off season we, we had a great off season this year a lot of uh guys even that were uh, two and three sport athletes, they were finding their way into the weight room, and it made a big difference um, kind of in our summer and, and in our early parts of our season. Um, you know, I also cha- challenged the team with our um, theme this season of expect to win. Um, you know, I think after last season, we we knew that we could we could play with people and we could beat good football teams. Um, but I, I think that they needed to be challenged that every game when we step out there, every time we're in the weight room, anytime we're at practice, you know, we try to expect to win uh, those battles. And I, I think that they have really stepped into, um, you know, that philosophy and bought into it. And um, it, it's been great for us this, this season. Well, Coach, you got another um, big one of the KCI coming up this Friday night, as we mentioned on the top of the interview. Um, you guys take a road trip um, to Hamilton to take on the Penny Hornets. Uh, Penny coming off two straight wins after a uh, week one loss to Lafayette County, one of the best teams in class, too. But they're on a two-game winning streak, Coach. Just talk about um, what you've seen from the Hornets and what's the scouting report and what can we expect on Friday? Um you know, watching them, they, they've changed a little bit on the offensive side of the ball. And um, the first thing that I notice is they are physical, man. Um, they they got a big physical line. You know, they do have some younger guys on that line, but they, they still get after it um, up front. And, you know, they, they have a pretty uh, dynamic backfield. They have two, three, four backs that they are uh, shuffling in now the game. The the quarterback is a good athlete all around. He can run it. He can pass it. Um, and then uh, of course, you know they got a couple big receiving threats that, um, you know, anytime that you got a tall receiver, that that's pretty dynamic. But then uh, on the defensive side of the ball, um, they're just as physical as, as um, their offense. Um, you know, they're really aggressive as far as um, the run game. They're disciplined in the pass game. So uh, I know that Coach Lloyd has got those guys coached up. 
Well, Coach, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that matchup turns out. And, Coach, congratulations on the great start this season. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and we look forward to having you on again here soon. Yep, thanks for having me on. A huge thank you to head coach Jerry Quigley from the North Platte Panthers for joining me on the podcast. That should be a big one there in Hamilton as North Platte is at pity. Other KCI conference matchup going on in week four. 0-3 Lawson will be looking to put their first win on the board. They are at mid-Buchanan. Dragons are 2-1. Their only loss of the season came in week two against Holden. They bounced back really nicely a week ago against West Platte. Speaking of West Platte, they're in non-conference action this week. 1-2 Blue Jays host 3-0 University Academy for homecoming there. And Weston kickoff for that game is 7 p.m. as long as long as the other games are throughout the area. Grand River Conference action 0-3. Gallatin will be looking for their first win of the season. they got a tough task, though. Playing a polo team. He's playing pretty well right now. Panthers looking to go 4-0 on the season. Maysville, who's 0-3 on the season, they are on the road in Bethany as they take on 1-2 South Harrison. Putnam County, 0-3. They're going to be looking to get their first win. They are at 3-0 Trenton. In the um, in the um, Kansas here, Valley Valley Heights, who's 1-1 on the season, they will also be taking on Troy, who is 1-1 on the season. Riverside will be looking for win number two on the season as they host Royal Valley. Royal Valley is 0-2 on the season. How about the start for Sabetha this season? 2-0, knocking off league power Holton last week. They are on the road at Jefferson West. Jefferson West is 1-1 on the season. Hiawatha looking to get win number two. They are at 0-2 Holton. Mar Hill looking for their first win of the season. They are at 2-0 McLeod, Atchison County, and Oskaloosa and a matchup of 1-1 teams. And then Harmon out of Kansas City. They are 0-2 on the season. They are on the road to take on the Atchison Phoenix, who are 2-0 on the season. We'll take another quick commercial break, get everybody kind of settled in a little bit. When we come back, we will run down the rest of the schedule with 8-man football. We preview three big 8-man football games this week as North Andrews on the road at St. Joe Christian. Worth County is at Albany. And Platte Valley is at Nottoway Valley. We'll preview all three of those matchups here coming up here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. This portion of the Cliff Notes Podcast is brought to you by Totley and Associates, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, John Anderson Insurance, Meyerhofer Funeral Home and Crematory, Miljavik Electric, Musser Construction of Gower, Greg Kastner, Voice of the Bishop Mabai Golden Eagles and the St. Joseph Mustangs, Brett and Angie Lawson, Travis and Amber DeBoard, Jason and Mary Watkins, Matt and Jenny Busby, Brian and Rebecca Viertaler, Fruit and Thought Primary Care, Michelle Cook Group, Russell Book and Bookball 365, Beast Tees and Embroidery, Janelle Glidewell of Lightstar Financial, KT Logistics LLC, Hicks and Klein Funeral Home, James L. Griffin Law Firm of Maysville, Toby Prusman of United County Real Estate, Barnes Roofing, and the St. Joseph School District. Thank you guys all for your contribution to the Cliff Notes Podcast. And we are back here on the Week 4 High School Football Pregame Show. Let's go ahead and let's get started with our 8-man football preview for Week 4. We do have one Week 4 score that we are actually going to report on Thursday night. Plattsburgh maintaining their undefeated record on the season, defeating Slater 81-14 to was the final score in that one. Now the Tigers get this stat. 
ever since Plattsburgh moved to eight-man football this season, they have scored at least 78 points. 78 points in every game this season. You know how many points they've scored in four games? 329. Let's divide that by four. That's over 82 points a game for the Plattsburgh Tigers. Isaiah Howard, quarterback of the team. He's got other skill players around him. Tigers are just roll are just rolling right now at the right time. Right now, congratulations to Plattsburgh. They are 4-0 on the season. Let's go ahead and let's preview the rest of the high school football schedule for week four. Now, we do want to make a note here real quick. Bishop LeBlanc, who's 2-1 on the season, they are on a bye week this week, so they will resume play in week five when they go on the road at number one ranked Archie. Big-time matchup here in St. Joe. St. Joe Christian 2-1 on the season, coming off wins against the Cabin Stewartsville the first couple weeks of the season. Ended up in a shootout, 58-48 over Albany. Held their own against the high-octane Warriors, but unfortunately came up short. Lions are still 2-1 on the season. Still a pretty nice start there for St. Joe Christian. They host for number. Um, they host North Andrew. North Cardinals are 1-2 on on the season, um, um, suffered a couple tough losses there to Nottaway Valley in Worth County. Over the last couple of weeks, both those teams are the leaders in the GRC and in the Highway 275. Lions, they're looking to pick up their first win in the series since 2011. Can you believe that, Dob? But North Andrew, you know, they had a little bit of a stranglehold there in the series when North Andrew was coached by Jonathan Schoonover as Dwayne Williams came in. They, they continued that strangover. They stranglehold over the Lions. Lions looking for that first win since 2011. We had an opportunity to talk with both coaches here for our Cliff Notes podcast game of the week. Let's go ahead and let's kick off our coaches interviews with North Andrew first-year head coach, Dustin Williams. And we are here on the Cliff Notes podcast here on the week four high school football preview, preview show previewing our Cliff Notes podcast. Game of the week as North Andrew visits St. Joe Christian. We are here with Cardinal head coach Dustin Williams. Coach, how are you? Good, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, coach, I know this is the first time we've officially have had you on the podcast. Um, you got hired on not too long after the state championship game, taking over uh, for your dad, Dwayne, coming off that state title run from a season ago. Just talk about um, – just, I just want to kind of um, give the listeners a little bit of your background, a little bit of your story, and just uh, how you got here to North Andrews. Um, well, I, I graduated from Savannah High School, and I was lucky enough to play football at Missouri Western there for a few years. And um, I, I've always wanted to get into coaching, and my old high school coach um, had kind of reached out when my playing days were done and asked if I'd be willing to volunteer. And I thought, you know what, that's probably a good time. So I, um, I volunteered at North Platte for a few years, and um, and then I had a, a stint in um, Savannah and bounced around from there and Kearney and a few other places. And I ended up back up in Savannah um, for a year. And my, and my dad is talking about taking the head coaching job at North Andrew in 2018 and asked if I want to come along with him. And so I, I, I made that leap and I, I was, I've been there ever since. Well, coach, I'm just talking about, um, you know, um, the, how special it was to get to coach with your dad. I have had the opportunity to interview your dad multiple times on this podcast. Always a great stand-up guy. Just talk about how special it was to have him on the sideline with you. And, you know, in addition to that, you guys get to help win a cha- you guys get to help build a championship program together. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's everything, really, you know, and, and we kind of, at the end of last year, you know, we kind of sat down and reflected after it was all over and, you know, kind of thought, you know, some awesome memories we built over the last few years and especially there um, being able to be lucky enough to, to cap it off with a state championship, which is what everybody's goal is. And um, we were blessed and lucky enough to be able to get there. And it's something that I'll always cherish forever and um, know that I'm sure here in a few years from now and feel like that we'll be able to sit back and, and talk over uh, dinner and stuff or some of the stories and the times we had. Well, Coach, let's, let's go ahead and let's talk about 2023 a little bit. You guys are sitting at one and two on the season. Uh, a couple of tough losses to um, Nottoway Valley and Worth County on that schedule. Um, just talk about um, the first three games of the season. Yeah, you know, we started, we've got um, a lot of guys that we've had to replace, but we've always felt that the kids that we've had on this roster, you know, even from last year's team, were real good football players. They just, they just had a lot of older seniors ahead of them, and, they hadn't had a chance to get on the field just yet. And so um, we were really excited going into this year, and we still really are excited. And that week one game, Nottoway Valley had a great plan. And um, our young kids, you know, they, they're all 14-, 15-year-old kids, and so they, they thought they were ready, and they kind of found out that they got a little more work to do, which is a good thing to find out early in the season than, you know, later on. And um, Nottoway Valley had a great plan, and, and, and they, they, uh, they got after us there early. And, um, then we were able to, to get a nice bounce-back win there in week two against a good decab team, and um, I was really happy with how our kids practiced that week, and, you know, we really stressed to them about, you know, we, we got to try and have a longer stint in the game when we're better, and, you know, we, we only had about five minutes of good play the first week, and the second week we had about two and a half or two quarters or so, and then um, then your reward for all that is worth counting, which is always a hard uh, hard battle, whether it's beginning or end of the year, and um, young kids were ready for that, and, and I, I thought we played awesome for about two and a half quarters, and we kind of got a little tired there and, and mentally tired, and Worth County um, had a good plan going, and, and they, they attacked us in certain spots, and we weren't able to rebound, but I was really happy with how we progressed this far, and, you know, we told the kids our whole goal is to be the best version of ourselves at week 10, not at week one, so I feel like we're working to that, and I think the kids are too. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely, you know, definitely those young kids will definitely learn how to grow definitely when we start getting into week nine and week ten. Uh, Coach, let's talk about the game this week. Again, it's the Cliff Notes Podcast Game of the Week. Uh, it's you guys at St. Joe Christian. Uh, St. Joe Christian right now sitting at two and one on the season. This is a very improved Lions team. You know, even though we're coming off that loss against Albany, a uh, 10 point loss, a 58 to 48 loss to Albany back in last week in week three, this is still a very, very improved St. Joe Christian football team. Just talk about what you've seen on the scouting report and what can we expect this Friday. Yeah, I think you're I think you're sorry, I think you're right on with saying they're very improved. You know, I um I've noticed on film, um, from all the games I've seen is, is they're a lot more physical and they've got the they've got them all coached up in the right spots and um they gave Albany some fits there early and um kinda of turned into a shootout which they just weren't able to capitalize at the end, but We've been really stressing the boys a lot this week. You know, we, we've got to be ready to go, and we've got to start fast and stay fast. We we can't have a, only two quarters of good football, or, or we're not going to be able to come away with a victory. And, you know, that's what everybody's goal is. So we've been really on them, and, and they pre- present some problems on uh, offense because they, they run about two different or three different offenses at you, and so we can't prepare for them all. So we've kind of had to figure out which ones we think they're going to try to do and told the kids we're just going to have to be ready, and we're going to have to – fast and play fast all night 
Well, Coach, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that game, looking forward to seeing um, what the um, 2023 version of the Cardinals looks like this season in person. Um, Coach, again, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast for the very first time. Appreciate your time and looking forward to seeing you guys on the field on Friday night. Thanks, Clifton. I really appreciate your guys' coverage. A huge thank you to Coach Williams for joining me on the podcast for the first time. Definitely definitely wishing good luck there to the North and your Cardinals as they play St. Joe Christian. Now, the Lions, you know, they've been very, very improved this season. This program has ran on some very hard times over the past several seasons, including the uh, the 11-man co-op with Northlake Christian, which didn't end up resulting in a win there for that co-op. But St. Joe Christian... Picked up a win against Northland Christian a year ago. Picked up two wins so far this season. The 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 it started things are starting to look up though for the Lions. Had an opportunity to talk with Lions head coach Troy Shank about that and previewing the game against North Andrew this Friday night. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live here on the Clip Notes Podcast. Here it's the Week Four High School Football Pregame Show, and we are previewing our Clip Notes Podcast game of the week this Friday at St. Joe Christian. As the Lions host North Andrew, we are here with the coach of the St. Joe Christian Lions, Troy Shake is back with us. Coach, how are you? Clifton, great, man. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, having a good week so far, so um, looking forward to things happening. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we got to talk about this. Uh, we got to talk about this great start you guys are on. Um, you guys are two and one right now. I um, picked up a couple wins um, in week weeks one and two against the Cab and Stewartsville Osbourne. But even the um, the loss to Albany last week, the 58-48 loss to Albany last week, you guys were very competitive throughout the whole thing. So, coach, just talk about what the first three weeks have been like. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Um, you know, our kids are super excited, and you know they have good reason to be excited. They've worked so hard to get to this spot uh, where we can be competitive, get a couple wins in, and compete against a really good football team in Albany, and so. Um, you know, people that know the program know that this wasn't, you know, this didn't just happen this year. Uh, we've had kids working to this start, you know, for two, three years, um, you know, back. And so, you know, it, it feels good to work hard and um, get to a spot where, you know, you can play competitive games and, uh, you know, win a couple. I mean, Coach, I mean, you know, obviously this program's been through a rough couple of years. Uh, the 11-man the the co-op with Saint, with Northland Christian, you know, the last couple of years, I, you did pick up the win against Northland Christian last year. But overall, it hasn't been the greatest couple of years for St. Joe, Joe Christian football. But just talk about, you know, kind of seeing a little bit of the fruits of what of the work you guys are putting in, and now you're seeing it put into the win column as well. Yeah, I think that it definitely correlates. What you're talking about is the work that we put in. And so, um, you know, starting this thing a couple of years ago with freshmen that just bought in, I mean, freshmen and sophomores, and they just bought in. And, you know, the guys that are still in our program um, are tough guys. And they made it through what you say were, you know, hard times, lean times um, in our program, and they just never quit. And so they kept coming back. And they kept fighting. They kept working harder each off season. And, you know, they're, they're really the heroes of this story is because they just kept working. And, you know, they put themselves in position to be where they're at right now. Well, Coach, let's talk about this game on Friday night. I'll be in the house at St. Joe Christian. Um, it's a uh, GRC conference game, second one of the season. Um, North Andrew comes to town. Cardinals 
are one and two on the season. You know, a couple, um, they had the loss to Mountain Valley back in week one, and then the loss to Worth County, one of the top teams in eight-man football. This is a team that's still pretty, that's still pretty competitive, despite losing a good group of seniors from a year ago from the state championship run. But coach, just talk about uh, what you've seen on film and some of the scouting report of what we can expect from the Cardinals. Yeah, I think in a game like this against North Andrew, you got to throw records out the window. You know, they still have that championship DNA. I mean, it was last year, like you said, they won the they won the state title, and so you got you got to throw records out the window. And um, if you're going to be successful against a team that has a history like North Andrew and the DNA of winning football, like they have, you know, you're going to have to take it from them. And so our guys, um, you know, are hopefully ready for that kind of kind of challenge. And, um, you know, we're excited about just another game this week and just see where we're at as a program. And, you know, we want to, we want to get after North Andrew, but uh, I want to give them credit. They're, they're a really good football team. Um, they got some really good players on that team and it's going to be a dogfight if we're going to come out victorious. Well, coach, I'm looking forward to being there on Friday night. Looking forward to seeing both teams of coach. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you Friday night. Clifton, thanks for having me. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow night as well. A huge thank you to head coach Troy Shank for joining me on the podcast North. Andrew at St. Joe Christian, our Cliff Notes podcast game of the week. We will have post game and photos from that game on Friday night. Let's continue our preview of the Grand River Conference in week four. This is a big one. How about the first of two top ten matchups in the world of eight-man football as number three ranked Worth County, two and one on the season, taking off 3-0, Albany ranked number 6 on the season. Both teams, they, they get, they're they very high-octane offenses. Worth County bouncing back very, very nicely over the last couple games over Mound City and North Andrew, coming off a week one loss to Platte Valley a couple weeks ago. But then Albany, though, they've been pretty impressive there. Albany scored 70 points against Stewartsville Osborne. Then had a close one against East Atchison, a four-point win over the Wolves there. But then Albany, as we mentioned just a few minutes ago with Sejo Christian, had that 58-48 win over the Lions to maintain their 3-0 record on the season. We had an opportunity to talk with both of these coaches as well. Let's kick off those interviews here with Worth County head coach John Adwell. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Clifton's Podcast previewing one of two top ten matches in Missouri 8-man football this week as number three Worth County visits number six Albany. We are here with Tiger head coach John Adwell. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Clifton. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Definitely looking forward to um, all these great games this week. Your, your guys' this is one of them. We'll talk about that game here in just a few minutes. But, Coach, um, so far this season, you guys are 2-1. On the season, had a had that close four point loss to Platte Valley back in Week One, but you guys have rebounded very nicely since with road wins at Mount City and North Andrew. Coach, just talk about your guys' first three weeks. Well, you know, you never want to lose one, but uh, you know, Week One, our kids, I thought they, uh, you know, hurt and stung pretty hard. Um, you know, we had some things a little bit out of our control as far as cramping and, you know, um, and trying to keep kids on the field. You know. Uh, you know, at one point, I think we had four kids that was on the sideline. Two of them were getting IVs and, and trying to hydrate. But, uh, you know, then things happen and that, uh, you know, our kids, you know, they, it stung a little bit and kind of just made them want to work a little bit harder. And, uh, you know, and they're, they're putting in the work and hopefully we can keep things rolling. 
Well, Coach, I mean, you guys have been you guys have been rolling so far. Two straight wins on the season put you guys at two one on the season. Number three in the Missouri eight man football poll. But Coach, um, third straight week on the road. This was this was a big one. This was a big one last year. A rematch of the great game between you guys and Albany. Albany is number six in the eight man football poll. Coach, just talk about um, the scouting report on the 2023 version of the Warriors. Well, you know, Coach Fountain, he's doing a good job with him like he does every year. Um, he's got his kids, you know, firing off the ball. And, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, it's nothing fancy what they do. They um, they line up and come at you. And, you know, they try to lull you to sleep, run on the ball, and try to crack, you know, three or four yards here and there. And then uh, they'll try to pop you with a tight end or um, or back out of the flat, out in the flat and um, try to crank some yards out that way. But, uh you know, Doug does a good job with them, and uh, you know, we our kids, you know, they recognize and you know, good talent, and uh, they're they're excited for the challenge. Well, coach, I'm definitely looking. To, I'm definitely excited to follow that one on social media. Should be one of the top games here in Week Four. Uh, coach, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Congratulations on the great start this season, and good luck to you guys against Albany. All right, thank you. A huge thank you to Worth County Head Coach John Adwell for coming on the show. Let's go ahead and let's preview the second part of this matchup as I also had the opportunity to catch up with Albany Head Coach Doug Fountain for the first time this season as we talk about the first three weeks of the season and preview their scouting report on Worth County. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here on the Cliff Notes Podcast previewing one of two top ten matchups in the world of Missouri eight-man football here as Worth County visits Albany, we are here with Warrior Head Coach Doug Fountain. Coach, how are you? Oh, doing great. Glad to be with you. Absolutely. Great to have you back for the first time this year. Um, we'll talk about the big game this week here in just a few minutes, but let's talk about your guys' season so far. You guys racked up so far a 3-0 and record. Um, you guys had a shootout with St. Joe Christian last week. Um which ended up being a fifty-eight to forty-eight win for you guys, um, Coach. Just talk about what the squad. Um, just talk about the squad um, throughout the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, you know it's been a good first three weeks for us. Um, you know, we um, pretty inexperienced group, not a young group, but an inexperienced group coming into the year. Uh, got a few guys that got some varsity experience last year on a pretty senior late in the squad, but uh, for the most part, each time we encounter something new is the first time. These guys have run into that situation on a varsity field. So we've seen nice growth, nice development. Uh, kids are bought into what we're doing. They believe in each other, and they believe what the coaches tell them. And, uh, you know, there's some growing pains along the way, and and uh, we're continuing to gel and shore some things up. And, uh, you know, as we we expect to continue to do that as we go through the year. But we, our kids have done a real nice job, and they work hard and work well together. And, and uh, you know, that will pay dividends as we continue to move along. Well, Coach, let's talk about this game this week. Um, you guys are ranked number six in the Missouri eight-man football bowl here in week four. You guys are at home against third-ranked Worth County. This was um, one of the um, top eight-man football games a season ago, which you guys were able to come up on come up on top on that game last year. But that was la- that was last year. This is this year. Again, these both these teams are ranked in the top six in eight-man football. Just talk about um, what your scouting report and what you've seen from the 2023 version of Worth County. Well, you know, they're, they're tremendous. Uh, they've got terrific size and athleticism and strength and, uh, speed and, and, uh, you know, their coaches know what they're doing with them and put them in places to be successful. 
you know, they offensively, they can attack you in a number of different ways and be multiple in what they do. Uh, you know, I could joke with Coach Adwell, thought maybe I was going to have to send a bill for all the paper I had to use on the scattering cards this week because they do quite a few things. But, um, no, they do a great job with them. And then defensively, they, they really want to crowd the line of scrimmage and attack downhill. And, uh, you know, they, they create a storm for you there at the line of scrimmage. And so you've got to be able to withstand that and see if you can pierce that. But, uh, they, they do a great job with their athletes and, and, uh, you know, they, they believe in what they're doing and our kids believe in what we're doing. And, and, you know, we hope it's a real good competitive football game and something that we, you know, find some things we can take advantage of. Well, Coach, I'm definitely looking forward to following that game um, throughout on social media Friday night. I know it's going to be a good one. Worth County, Albany, two outstanding football programs here in the 2023 season. Coach, thank you so much for allowing me a few minutes of your time to talk about the game, and uh, good luck to you guys on Friday. Hey, I appreciate it. Enjoyed being on here with you. Huge thank you to Head Coach Doug Fountain of the Albany Warriors for joining me for the first time this year on the podcast. Worth County at Albany, you can watch that game on Albany TV. A couple other games in the Grand River Conference, including Pattonsburg, 1-2 and two on the season. They'll be looking to end the undefeated streak of the Stanbury Bulldogs, who are 3-0 and on the season. That game is in Stanbury. Princeton is at King City. That's the other matchup. King City looking for their first win of the season. Princeton will be looking to go to 500. They are 1-2. and two. Highway 275 matchup. Here's the second of two top 10 matchups in eight-man football. It's 3-0 Platte Valley is at 3-0 Nottaway Valley. Now, Platte Valley had that week one win against Worth County. Bounced back with those with wins over Princeton and Mound City as well. They, they're, being, they're labeling this the battle in the valley here. So we have a preview of both teams of this matchup. So let's go ahead and let's preview it with Platte Valley head coach Johnny Silkin. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast, still continuing our week four high school football pregame show, getting you ready for the Battle of the Valley this Friday night in Graham as Platte Valley matches up with Nottaway Valley. Both teams 3-0 and on the season when you're here with Platte Valley coach Johnny Silkett. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, man? Oh, we're doing we're doing great. Blessed. Um, better, better than I deserve, for sure. So, um... <laughs> Coach, um, let's talk about this 3-0 start you're on. Obviously, you know, we, we saw you week one against Worth County. Um, really, really good win against, at the time, the number one team in eight-man football. But you guys racked off some wins against Princeton and Mound City over the last couple of weeks as well. Coach, just walk us through the first three games of the season. Well, I mean, I think that um, we have a lot of kids. We didn't we didn't lose a lot of kids with all four, but all four were starters both ways from last year. and. You know, we had uh start the summer off we had uh filled those positions with some young kids with less experienced and uh just kinda grew in the summertime and then the first game, you know, uh they grew a lot in that game and um we were able to play with some depth and uh get it get away out of that get out of that play set with a victory, which is kinda rare up there. They they kinda are stingy with victories up there in Grant City. Um uh, at that point. Uh, you know, we, we were going into Princeton in really good shape, and uh, we had an injury there, Justin Miller, and he went down. But our we had our depth stepped in, and kids stepped up, and more kids have stepped up in the last two weeks against um, even with Mound City, and we had a few more injuries and, you know, just kept on trucking. You know, we we, we had some youth mistakes we made, and um, but, you know, the good news is, is those 
those positions where those kids had to fill in are going to be pretty valuable to us going down the stretch, you know, as we know we have guys we can trust to put in there for backups. And uh, so that's pretty exciting. Well, Coach, um, as we mentioned at the top of this interview, it's the Battle of the Valley uh, this Friday. Um, on the road in Grand to um, visit um, Nottaway Valley, who's also ranked in the Missouri 8 at football poll. They're 3-0 and this season with um, beating two ranked teams already this season. And uh, – Previously ranked North Andrew, and then the victory last week against East Atchison. Coach, let's talk about the um, the scouting report on the Thunder, and what can we expect on Friday? Well, actually, probably kind of look into a mirror in many ways. They like they they're happy with getting three yards in a cloud of dust, and so are we. So they uh, they're patient on offense. Uh, uh, they will um, they'll run their quarterback some. They'll run their big fullback. Uh, they had a really good tailback, but he got injured. So I don't know if I think he might be out for the year. And uh, you know they they're patient on offense, and then all of a sudden they got that ability with Cook back there to break some big ones or throw a big pass. And so yeah, they're very dangerous, uh, methodical, and then then very quick strike also. So. You know, we're we kind of in some ways looking into a mirror of how we play the game. So it's kind of fun that to, to the idea of going against a team that we can just line up and you know we can lock horns so, so to speak and uh, see what happens in the down in the middle and you know and see who has the the speed on the edge to get uh, some of those big plays. Well, coach, I'm definitely looking forward to following that game. Um... Coach, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast once again. Um, congratulations on the great start this season, and we'll see you back on the podcast again soon. Sounds great. I'm excited to be there. Thank you, Coach Silkin, for coming on the podcast. Great to have you on, as always. Now, Nottoway Valley, they are 3-0 and on the season. One of the more pleasant surprises of eight-man football. Big improvement from a year ago. The Thunder, they've already knocked off two ranked opponents this season in week one, they knocked off previously number three ranked North Andrew 32 to eight while also knocking off East Atchison. East Atchison, I believe, was ranked number six at the time. They knocked them off 44 to 22. There was the final score. And that one, we had the opportunity to bring back for the first time on the podcast for a couple of years. Thunder head coach Alan Calfee is coming back on the podcast. We talked about his team's hot start to the season and preview the Battle of the Valley, and their scouting report on Platte Valley. Ladies and gentlemen, we are still here on the Clip Notes Podcast, continuing our preview of the Battle of the Valley this Friday night in Graham as Nottaway Valley hosts Platte Valley. We are here with Thunder head coach Alan Calfee. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Um, we're doing good, Coach. Um, definitely better than I deserve for sure. So, um, Coach, um, let's talk about the first three weeks of the season. It's been it's been a pretty good start for you guys this year. 3-0 and on the season, um, knocking off two ranked teams and previously ranked North Andrew and East Atchison last week. Coach, just walk us through the first three weeks of the season. Um, you know, well, you know, we had North Andrew week one at their place. They're the defending state champs. Uh, they did graduate quite a few kids off that team, but, you know, they still had their quarterback uh, who had been a multi-year starter. And then uh, the Simmons kid up front, is a, a very good football player, uh, extremely hot that first week there. So, uh, you know, we kind of used our depth to our advantage, rotated a bunch, and then uh, we played very sound fundamental football that week. And, uh, 
came away with the win. Uh, kids played very well, executed the game plan uh, tremendously, and then, you know, as hot as it was, just came through uh, in every way that we needed. And then you go week two, King City team. Um, they were preseason ranked early. Uh, to be honest with you, that wasn't our most clean football game, our best football game. Um, but we faced a little bit of adversity, adversity there, um, had an injury there, and uh, I think that uh, changed some things a little bit for us. And then uh, we found a way to win, uh, despite it being not our most uh, clean football game. But definitely proud of our kids for facing that adversity and coming out on top on that one. And then week three, we had East Atchison. Um, we just played really well that game, probably our most complete game so far, played really clean. And then now here we are, three and zero, getting ready to play Platte Valley. Now that those three those three games put you guys at three and zero, but also put you guys at number six in the Missouri Eight Man Football Poll. Let's talk about this week, as we said um, right before we began our interview. It's the Battle of the Valley, is what we're call, is what they're calling it. Here, you guys are hosting number two ranked Platte Valley. You know, Platte Valley had that early season win against Worth County back in week one, but then it was able to defeat Mound City and Princeton throughout the last couple of weeks. Coach, just talk about um, the scouting report on Platte Valley and what can we expect on Friday? Uh, well, there's definitely some familiarity there uh, because before we were co-opted with uh, Nottoway Holt to make Nottoway Valley, uh, we were co-opted with North Nottoway. So a few of those kids uh, I have coached personally, honestly. So like Aiden Blackford, their quarterback, coached him. Uh, he's uh, kind of what makes their offense go. Very smart kid, great leader. Uh, he's going to get them in the right position to make plays. He's going to make the right reads, and he's as tough as they come. And then you got uh, their big guys up front do a good job of creating holes for their running game and then giving Blackford time to throw. And then you got uh, Mason uh, Richardson at running back, extremely fast kid, uh, does a good job of running physical for as fast as he is. And then so we're definitely going to have to uh, – contain their running game first and foremost. And then they also uh, have a pretty good passing game. And like I said, with uh, the Blackford kid back there, he's going to make the right read. So we're going to have to be fundamentally sound up front and just do our one eight on defense, not try to do too much. And then uh, when you get to their defense side of the ball, again, they're big up front, they're fast and they're physical. So we're going to have to do our assignments, make sure that uh, we communicate up front, execute, game plan and get those blocks to give our uh, ball carriers chances with, to make plays. Well, Coach, um, that should be a great, great game. I'm looking forward to following that on social media. That That's definitely going to be one of two top ten matches in eight-man football this week. Coach, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Congratulations once again on the great start this season and looking forward to having you back on soon. All right. Thank you. A big thank you to Thunder head coach Alan Calfee for coming on the podcast. Looking forward to following that matchup, Battle of the Valley, Platte Valley against Nottoway Valley. Who comes out of this undefeated? Looking forward to following that on social media throughout the night on Friday night. Other matchups in the Highway 275, including undefeated fifth-ranked South Holt at home against Stewartsville. Oswald wild cards are 0-3 on the season. East Atchison at home 1-2 on the season. They are hosting 0-3. Mound City. Oh, DeKalb looking to bounce back with their first win of the season. They are hosting Rockport. Blue Jays are 1-2 and two on the season. Then we have one matchup 
and the Kansas eight man ranks one and one Donathan West hosting one and one Maranatha Academy. That will do it for our week four high school football pregame show. We will be at St. Joe Christian this Friday night for the big matchup there with North Andrew. We will have post game on the podcast and we will also have photos on the, throughout the weekend on the social media feeds there. So want to thank you all the coaches who have joined the show this week. Looking forward to seeing how all the action plays out. And we will see you guys back here Friday night with the week four high school football postgame show.